gracefully chosen community and welcome to Foster My Stories, the achievement-focused podcast for foster care, adoption, orphan, inclusive of underserved communities. I'm your host, Shalina Michelle Tate, and on today's cast episode, I would like for you to get to know my June guest, community guest, Miss Melinda Grayson. How are you doing this morning, Miss Grayson? I'm super excited to introduce Miss Grayson to you because she just retired back in 2018 of 29 years in the Fairfax County government. I would love for her to just give you a backstory of what led her into going into government. I've been working in several different offices at a business school, my first job. There was a problem with the contracts. I was like, this is not for me because I'm a stickler for paying my bills on time. <laughs> rejection and you didn't feel like you kind of fit in in the new environment but there was a stirring in you to bring peace to conflict could you tell listeners how that began to stir in you within your new environment i came from a small town community outskirts of tenshu in the mind of mabry if you remember that tv show yes. from back <laughs> in the day just a small country town where everybody knew everyone didn't hear of much crime if any you were brought up in a very secluded childhood what happens in everyday life for others that didn't touch us so when i was in the fifth grade my mother after almost 25 years that she wanted a different life she, so that's how we left that really small inclusive country life and with my grandmother and she lived in the city it was like your bubble just burst my mother had brought us up to be kind very rejected day one never was embraced never really fit in always looking out for the underdog those who seemingly don't fit in anywhere that society has rejected because we don't fit in to what they deem exciting or vision is of success beauty different things that people deem you not worthy so true from my childhood that was always a struggle of trying to fit in and i know now for myself that came from going through the foster care system trying to find acceptance in a family setting a school setting or make friends you're right a lot of times when you do move around just to a new way of life you don't always feel as if you do fit in or unfortunately individuals in your surroundings make you feel as if you don't belong it could be kind of devastating for anyone you're trying to readjust did that stirring start for you more when you came out of school the environment change as you grew or did you just have to make your own path distinction between grade school and high school was a big one because in grade school middle school you find your own little niche you know yes. of friends where you are accepted it's much smaller than, than other groups and you find that's fine that's okay i'd rather be in a group where i'm celebrated yes i'm not just tolerated but i'm actually celebrated to be you know in this group of friends have transportation we would walk a lot of places and when people would see our group they ask us you know are you guys cheerleaders what kind of group are you in just like no we're just friends it wasn't until high school that you felt an even greater separation there were a lot of children whose parents had great influence they had great wealth they wanted you to come along with different things that they were involved in but that took money that my family didn't have. Yes, 
seen a lot of that in different settings where school or whatnot and it's so visible separation even though it should not be that way it really is and you know we see the movies the breakfast club and just different stuff like that it kind of shows you kind of makes fun of that but it's so true so I do like the fact that you said that they wanted you to be there heard of also the opposite you know where you just you just don't fit in at all in those situations those moments did you start to you start to kind of make your own activities that you pull others along that was in your situation what happened for you in those moments it was just where you just sit there and think this is yet another way that life can be unfair yeah. but you have to push through so when it came time to decide what schools to go to i had offers to go to different places to different colleges and different things i ended up with a scholarship to go to business school that was free okay. and that was what made the choice for me not to go to a four-year college yeah. because I didn't want to put that strain on my parents yeah. and it just didn't sit well with me because I was a straight-A student maybe number 11 out of my class wow yes yes so I didn't want anything to affect my grades so when some of the teachers were encouraging me to oh go to college anyway because you'll be able to work a job and handle your classes my mother and father were a stickler for grades yeah. and I didn't want anything to interfere with that. I had to make that painful choice. Either go to the four-year college and have to work to maintain finances or go to business school. They gave me a scholarship there completely free. I took a business school. Pressure, because you see a lot of youth who definitely want to please their parents. And there's some cases where there's youth that just goes away because they're being rebellious. But for the fact that you thought you don't want to put a strain on your parents you don't want them to go through unnecessary burden if they didn't have to a dynamic door that opened up for you being able to go to business school for free that is an accomplishment in itself and it sounded like that started the path towards your journey before getting into government am i saying that right yeah sickness started to hit our family my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer being the only one out of the family wasn't married without children it was a less of a burden for everyone else if i would just do everything so i ended up making that sacrifice because of course let me step up to the plate her husband was like if you'll take care of her i can go to work it's his coping mechanism to immerse himself in work i spent as much time as i possibly could encouraging my mother with the scriptures that her quality of life at its highest level that her mindset was right to be able to fight overcome sickness in your mind first. In between, my oldest sister is struck with the same sickness. Between them, they would have relapses. Whichever one needed me, I would pack my things. And I would be there even though I had a full-time job. To me, family is what is most important. If you can't take the time, will you actually reach others of Christ? My mother survived for a long time. She overcame it like a trooper. And she lived for a long time. And when my stepfather passed away, she passed away five months after him. That was overwhelming. But through Christ, I was able to overcome it. I worked for judges at that point. And one of the judges, he said, I want to take you out for lunch. I want the staff to come. And I said, okay. And he said, I never knew your stepfather and your mother passed five months between them to meet her here. It never changed. Blown away by that. Just who 
voice not to leave you but appreciate you being a dynamic guest here saying that if resources were unlimited you would like to build community centers to help basically teens with the message of jesus christ to have an avenue for themselves in their personal talents and their dreams the need for being a voice for the youth did that come while you were serving in fairfax truly needed meaning that yes uh, we're so aware and you know we're not taking anything from ministries or anything out there but miss melinda is saying this is a dynamic need there needs to be like she expressed places and centers where the youth can come they could see that as their own safe haven they could come there yeah. and feel free and then there's some dynamic ministries that's doing what they can there needs to be a greater urgency to really meet the youth right where they are they don't always need to hear pull up your pants and they need to know well why do i need to pull up my pants young lady you need to you know wear something different they need to know why and the value behind it and a lot of times they just need an empathetic voice and a listening ear that's going to meet them right where they are because most of the times they only react of what they know or their environment or what they're accustomed to they don't always really see the love or the value of stuff that's being expressed so i'm rooting for that to come to fruition a thousand fold because that's greatly needed hoping that it don't just start right where you are miss melinda i'm hoping that it starts and expands to some different areas different cities towns countries states yes. because it's needed everywhere i'm excited for when that comes to fruition and yes yes and Miss Melinda, she's already a dynamic leader already. She's a part of this dynamic group that I've spoken about on some other podcasts. You've listened to Miss Becky DeWitt. You also listened to their, uh, Cheryl Hill. Miss Grayson is part of that G-Level Carolina group. Could you tell the listeners more about that? Oh, well, you know, this has been such a tremendous catalyst to where I am today. I met the founder in 2012, and my life was 
was never the same. She came to our church to speak, and I was like, wow, who is this lady, dynamic woman of God that has such a great message? You know, you couldn't sit in your seat and listen to the message. You found yourself on your feet, you know, clapping and interjecting, and it was a phenomenal day. From that point, when she started to have training classes, how a Christian conducts themselves with integrity and honesty, and her classes were priceless, and so we would come together and we would pray. I love to be God's hands and feet, reaching and touching lives, meeting the I'm super excited because also, I mean, she wears many dynamic hats on top of what she does already in her community and what she would like for the future. She is the founder of Sweet Creations by Melinda. Oh my goodness. You tell listeners about that because I've tried her desserts and they're worth the drive. They're worth the order. They're worth the wait. <laughs> Could you tell listeners about Sweet Creations, how it got started and, and what you're wanting to do now? assume you have to be in a four-wall church and behind a pulpit but ministry comes in so many different forms and for um, Miss Melinda I would say from my perspective Sweet Creations is part of her ministry just the care and the time she puts into each dessert is love I have witnessed it myself I went and visited Myrtle Beach it's so beautiful there so peaceful there as well one day if led I would love to maybe live there who knows but <laughs> yes but Oh, thank you. Yes, I really enjoyed it there. It's just the atmosphere is so welcoming. Miss Melinda, if a listener or anybody would like to contribute to your Sweet Creations efforts or any future efforts, where can they um, contact you? You can reach me on my website, www.sweetcreationsbymelinda.com. And that's all one word, Sweet Creations. 
Creations by Melinda. Also, you can find me on Facebook at Sweet Creations by Melinda G. Telephone always, that is 571-606-7915. May I ask how far in advance, like, somebody heard your podcast segment and they're like, you know what, I'm going to try some of those decadent desserts I saw on her website. What? <laughs> how far in advance would you need? Oh, that's all listed on my website for the different types of desserts. Yeah. Because some take a long time. Okay. You know, when people have events, large events, that takes a longer amount of time for you to give me notice, cakes, you know, yes. things of that nature. They don't take that long, so it's a couple of days advance on whatever the quantity is. It's mm-hmm. really not what it is. It's the quantity that you're asking for, okay. and that's what takes the lead time. Okay. Yes, well, definitely, like I said earlier, worth the wait, worth the order, worth the visit. (laughs) If you want it shipped to you, we can also ship it to you if you don't want to drive. Oh, yes, yes. Well, yes, I encourage that as well, Um, going to the website, just checking out her products, her services. Is there any other projects that you are working on, Miss Melinda? Oh, yes. My newest baby that I'm working phenomenal i believe you're going to be phenomenal at that and that is also a dynamic need mostly definitely relates to any of the communities i mentioned foster adoption orphan underserved you can inbox the gracefully chosen 2020 facebook page or the chosen child facebook page and make sure to catch updated foster my story content wednesdays at the new time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to these replays via Red Circle, Spotify, Amazon Audible, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts. And remember, being fostered, adopted, orphaned, or underserved simply means you're gracefully chosen. Miss Melinda, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule. And listeners, we enjoyed having you listen in on today's segment. <music>